Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips. Yeah, good morning and welcome to Going Greyhounds for your Thursday, February 8th. Uh, right here on Sky Sports Radio, Simon Orchard with you as always. A dreary day outside, but I reckon we're going to brighten up your mood. We've got a massive guest on the program. He's waiting on the line. I'll get to him in just a second. But before I do that, a big couple of days around New South Wales for the dogs as always. Today, the heats of the Richmond. A brand new race worth 25k going off up there at Casino. That'll be race 7 and 8 on the program today. A couple of good dogs engaged up there as well. Uh, the lad, the uh, Bulldog Gold Cup is going off in uh, on Sunday, the heats of that race. And then the Robert Smith Memorial Maiden uh, has received a bit of extra prize money as well worth 20k to the winner. The heats of that will go off on Saturday. So that's all coming up over the next few days. But before we get to that... Let's talk to the man of the moment because a big story has dropped on the dogs.com.au this morning. I welcome in Andy Lord and say good morning to you, Andy. How are you, mate? I'm fantastic. Even better now that I've switched on uh, the computer and seen this story. Little Pearls, the star attraction of the GRNSW puppy auction. She's a Pearl has had some pups, what, four or five months ago, and they'll be going to the auction. Is that right, mate? Yeah, that's right, mate. Tell us, Andy, was it hard to twist your arm or were you easily convinced? No, I'm a seller, so, you know, I mean, but I'm used to sellers selling to the syndicates and retaining the dogs to train and that sort of stuff. And when the puppy auctions were around before, I wasn't a breeder, so um, I was more a buyer. And, you know, I mean, they were very well supported, especially Dapto, it's massive. And um, I just think... You know, yeah, for me, it's a hard decision to sell them and let them go. But, um, you know, it, it, it's business. And, you know, if they go for the right price, I'll let them go. If they don't, well, I'll bring them home, you know. Absolutely. Any the puppy auction making a return in May. It'll be held at Richmond. You can jump on the dogs.au. There's a big tab there if you want to click uh, and find out some more information and get involved. Uh, mate, what have, the, what have the pups shown you so far? Can you give us a bit more information? And for those out there wondering <clears throat> price, can you give us maybe an insight into any offers you've knocked back already? Yeah, I, I knocked back an offer from Ireland for 50000 for the only bitch pup in the litter. Um, he's still bugging me now, the bloke. But, um, you know, if I, if I do sell him, I want him to stay in Australia and that's just how I am. And, you know, I've sort of got no interest with overseas racing and, um, I mean, I'd, I'd like love to keep the bitch myself, but I mean, if you're going to put them on the market, you've got to give everyone a fair go. And at the end of the day, uh, yeah, that's sort of the benchmark I've been offered for them, you know. It's not just the She's a Pearls pups heading to the auction as well, Andy. I understand you've got some more uh, good progeny coming out of some pretty good group quality races. Can you tell us who else has had some pups in the last six or so months and who may be heading to Richmond in May? Yeah, I've got some coast models. She's already had a litter to uh, Bernardo. They're beautiful pups, and they're too old for the auction. And then she's just had a litter to Feral Frankie. So a couple of them will go through. And um, Bandit Jane, she's got a litter to Bernardo, and we'll put a few of them through. And um, Good Odds Emma, who won the Megastar, you know, um, which is Frank's breed. And Look, there's going to be a lot of good pups in the auction if, if if most people turn up, I mean, I believe Frank's going to put in some good odds caches and, you know, there'll be there'll be plenty there for buyers to to feast over, so it should be good. 
Yeah, littered with quality. You mentioned the return of the auction, uh, Andy, and just how much people will be excited by this prospect. It's an important stage, right, for the industry and the sport at the moment. We know there's pressure on breeders. Uh, uh, in general, cost of living is going through the roof, so it's making it really difficult for people to even get into the game. What are some of the benefits, Andy, you see of the auction and maybe uh, opening the eyes of new people to the sport that you and I both love? Well, I think, you know... Um Pups like She's a Pearl sort of, they didn't just go out to Graham people, it went out to everyone in the country and overseas. And, you know, I mean, I used to have people come up to me that really had not much to do with Greyhounds and they were just gobsmacked by how much she won in prize money and that sort of stuff. So, you know, that's what attracts new, new people to the game. And as far as breeders go, well, I mean, the prize money is good, and you've got to remember that's for trainers and owners, but not for breeders. Uh, a lot of breeders sell their pups, and and they rely upon getting trying to get really good money from. And you know, lately that hasn't been happening. I I, I think you know, just with the way the world is at the moment, there's not a lot of money around. You know, people are hanging on to their pups because they can't get you know what they what they want from them. This gives them an opportunity to get some money back and keep things going because, as I said, there's no breeders in Senny's scheme. But this is very similar to one where, you know, a breeder can take four or five of his pups out of the litter and get, you know, always at the auctions you can get overs. If people want a pup, they'll bid and bid and bid till they get it. And the good thing for owners is that that puts money in the bank for them to keep going. I mean, because they're the, it, look, if anyone's suffering in the sport a little bit at the moment, it would be the breeders, you know. There's a really big carrot on the end of the stick as well for pups that go in the auction. Andy, of course, the auction race series, it'll be run in October or November next year and it'll be worth $150,000. It's the fourth most most lucrative prize money race in greyhound racing in our state. Uh, really looking forward to this, mate. I reckon there's going to be a real buzz, not only around Richmond, but around uh, the industry itself when the auction gets underway. In a couple of months' time, we're listening to Andy Lord on Going Greyhounds this morning, mate. Let's turn our attention to another big race coming up, the Bull Eye Gold Cup. The heats are on Sunday. <laughs> You've got four in, Andy. So we work through from start to finish. We'll begin with Nangar Larry, race uh, six, the first heat of the cup worth 40 grand, jumped from box seven, and he's in pretty good form. Andy, do you think? Yeah, I took them all down, trialled them there on Monday, and the... Um... The clock, oh, Tuesday, sorry, the clock didn't work and so that sort of set me back a little bit. But Nango Larry is really suited to the U-turn and um, I think he'll go extremely well in the Bulleye Cup and, you know, things like the Golden Cup and whatever comes up on a He's a high-speed dog and um, he's boxed well on, on Sunday. So it's a good field, you know, there's Zipping Megatron and another dog that won the Derby in it and... But, you know, he's up to them and I reckon he'll be hard to beat. Yeah, it's salivating. History's coming, of course. Wonderful record of bull over four going to Wenty Park and winning that derby just uh, under a month ago. We go to heat two of the cart race seven. Box four, you've got Screaming Jet. I'm not going to say uh, out of form, but only two wins since July last year, but has been racing in top company uh, and is a pretty honest chaser. Yeah, he's a very good dog. He... He, um, I, I wouldn't say he's dropped off form. I mean, he won six in a row and he hit top grade really quick and 
I mean, 29.50 or 60 at Wenny is about his time, but most top graders can run that. And until he learns to spear the lids again, and like he was before, well, you know, he, he's really not going to be competitive in them races coming from behind. So somewhere like Boy, you know, with the big long straights, and he's been there plenty of times, may suit him. He He's a dog that I wouldn't say can't win. He can win. Another dog that maybe has cost himself a little bit with his box manners or jumping jumping or not jumping is Mr Yellowstone. Uh, race eight, heat number three. He's got the squeeze box, which certainly won't help. But you said about six months ago, Andy, that you thought there was a big race in this dog. Do you still have that opinion of him? Oh, I do, and I think if it's going to be, it'll be in a 600. He, he, he's desperate for 600, and after Belay, we're going to put him over it. And he can run phenomenal times. Um goes good on a U-turn, goes good at Wenny, but he is in and out, coming out of the boxes, and, you know, he, he hasn't got the best field sense, so he can find trouble, and um, he's got a good win record, but he, you know, he, he's, he is a little bit, he's got to have things go his own way, you know, over the shorter distance. I think there's a future for him over 600, but we'll wait and see. Is the country classic maybe on the agenda, Andy, after the Bullock Cup? Yeah, 100%. Beautiful. There you go. Mr. Yellowstone may be heading towards the Country Classic final at Dubbo, mid-March. That'll be held. Uh, of course, the Richmond and the Clarence and a bunch of those heats going off over the next couple of weeks in preparation for that. Uh, we finished with Kenya Smokem, old Smokey for our mate Mark Duclos. This is a heck of a story, Andy. What did a hock in, I'm going to say, Easter, around Easter last year, uh, and you've been on record saying you've never brought a, a dog back from um, an injury like that, but this guy is back, and not only that, he looks like... A dog that won the million dollar chase maiden again tell us about him yeah i wish i brought the others back after him i mean i always was of the opinion after <laughs> you know i used to check a lot of dogs for other people and you know they'd always have problems with, with hock injuries when they come back and um bandit ned done his nowhere near as bad as um as kenya smokem but kenya smokem actually broke he's quite good and he he, he uh he had a plate in there and two screws and from that day, you know, he was going to be very easy to rehome. He's a magnificent animal, very quiet. And, um, but one thing the vet said to me, he said the hardest bones he ever had to drill. And he was in plaster and two weeks home, he was running around on the plaster and it couldn't stop him. He just, even even in the kennel, he'd be jumping up and down on the plaster. And So <laughs> after six weeks, I had the plate taken out and the screws and uh, we give him another six weeks off and... He just never, you know, he come back as quick as he ever was. I mean, he, he had the trial before the stewards at Goulburn and went 19.50. You can count on your hands how many dogs run that. And he yeah. hasn't stopped winning since. He, he, he's, he's a great dog, you know. Yeah, he's won three of his last four and he's done it different tracks and distances as well. Uh, a, a really good story and testament to you and the training performances of yourself and Jodie down there at uh, Gunning. Mate, I speak of Jodie, of course, a bunch in her name over the next couple of days. Dapto tonight, Goulburn tomorrow, and even Wenty Park over the weekend. Is there any uh, dogs that we can get behind, Andy? And tell us a little bit more about this Amiga as well, because they're certainly showing something. Yeah, I've got three of the Amiga dogs. They come down from sale, and they've all got untold ability. Um, they're probably the oldest young dogs I've ever had. They weren't broken into over two year old and they're over two and a half now. But um, I think there's a good race in the three of them. Um, probably more so the two that won at Goulburn, but 
they're high speed dogs and they can run very fast time and um, we'll probably get to see them over the next few months uh, and obviously Jody's got a stack of pups coming through this time of the year we have a bit of a rest over Christmas and probably send a few of the dogs to Adelaide and that sort of stuff and bring all the pups in and, and we've got plenty out of them all out of good brood bitches so I expect to see them coming up over the next few months and um, there's some nice ones there, you know. Can you tell me, Andy, and tell the listeners out there, maybe the dog to follow from your kennel in 2024 and maybe the youngster, who can they, they can earmark as well to watch this year? Yeah, I've got a droopy's Sydney litter out of um, just terms that they're very, very high speed. I mean, they're only 14 months old, but what they can run, you know, would shock you. And I've got a litter of... Uh, Flying Ricardos out of one of Peter Spateri's bitches. He owns them, and I've got high hopes for them. And um, as far as performed dogs go, we'll just keep backing every dog because we're trying hard all the time. <laughs> there you go. Uh, a, a good push from Andy there to watch out for some rising stars potentially over the next 12 months. Mate, always a pleasure to chat. Uh, really exciting news about the She's a Pearl pups heading to the auction and you've got a big hand in the Bulleye Cup so I look forward to see how you go on Sunday. The final of that race will be held next Friday. Andy Lord, always a pleasure my friend. Go well and have a good weekend. Thank you. There he goes. Uh, as I said, a host of runners for the Lord Kennel over the next couple of days. I reckon they've got uh, around about a dozen. So have a look across Dapdo, Goulburn, Bulleye and Winty Park. And keep an eye out for those youngsters coming through the mix. As I mentioned off the top, two big heats at the Richmond today. If you want to have a play, uh, race seven, number seven, Nangar Lucy. She's already a group one and a group two winner. I think she's got more wins coming her way over the middle distance. So that's seven, seven at Casino. And then race eight, number three, Scintillate uh, for the Savellas Kennel. Uh, I reckon is going to make a mess of these as well. So race seven, number seven, race eight, number three at Casino. They're the best bets on the card. I hope you've enjoyed going, Greyhounds. If you're having a pun over the next couple of days, best of luck until next week. Hooroo.